Hello, hello, it's Oren Prunkin and today I want to talk to you about how you can decommodify your product to sell more. Actually, not to sell more, just to sell, but by default, sell more. So, I'm in the middle of renovating a kitchen and I need a whole bunch of trades. I actually need four different trades. I need a jib rocker, I need a plumber, I need an electrician, and I also need a tiler. I've already got uh, a cabinet maker and a stone mason. So I actually really need six, but I've already uh, selected those. But particularly with the uh, other four trades, uh, I've had bad experiences with uh, trades in the past, uh, particularly around workmanship and reliability. So in this instance, I don't want to get burnt again. Um, I've actually gone out and asked my network for referrals. Now, as a side note, that industry, the trades, uh, and I'm bunching them all together, has very low uh, trust. It's kind of like uh, taxis, and I've um, had some experiences with taxis, uh, and I have an analogy between both of them because uh, they are one-off transactions, and once you're done, you're done, you don't actually need to go back to that taxi driver. They can burn you as much as they want and you'll probably never see them again. Same with trades, yeah, you know, people don't do huge uh, trade jobs all the time and once they've got the cash, they just, you know, run. Uh, so it's a really low trust industry to start with. Um, and it's kind of a self-perpetuating cycle. People don't trust them, they don't do a great, great job, they don't do a great job, people uh, don't trust them. So anyway, back on uh, the point I was trying to make, I've asked for a whole bunch of referrals to uh, all of these different trades that I need, and I've got a whole bunch of um, referrals, which is uh, a good start because, uh, you know, those people are referring them, and I actually asked for people that have had work done for them, not just their mate that just handballing some work. I don't really care about that. I want someone that's put money on the line and they've actually had a job done and they're satisfied with it. That's what I was after, not just someone uh, trying to help their mate out to get some more cash. So I contacted all of these trades, I followed up with all of them, and I gave them a very specific specification. I spoke to a whole bunch of people and I did a whole bunch of research and based on my knowledge, I wrote out a very technical spec. Uh, first off, because I wanted to get an accurate quote, but second off, I also wanted to demonstrate to them that I know what I'm actually looking for and talking about and they can't pull the wool over my eyes. Uh, so I sent you know a standard spec back. Uh, about half got back to me um, and sending the spec out was actually a test. I just wanted to see if they were reliable, they could actually get back to a specification. And, um, you know, it's just a, a filter for me to get past them. So I already, you know, don't want to follow up with those people because they can't even get back to uh, replying for a quote. If they can't get back to a reply, replying a quote, which is a really simple task, what are they going to be like when they go and complete the job? It's just going to be uh, a lot of back and forth, a lot of begging. I don't want to have that. So the 50% that did reply, uh, they got back to me with quotes and the quotes were vastly different uh, sometimes even up to double the money now what uh, I'm surprised about is how uh, these quotes can be so different now part of me says though these people these trades have too much work on and they're just handballing a quote just to do it um, and tick boxes because they don't actually want the work um, 
Now, the other thing that I was uh, thinking is, well, these are commodity products. Yeah, they, uh, sorry, commodity services. Yeah, they do their own individual touch on it. But at the end of the day, I'm looking for a spec to be completed. Like, it's a product you are delivering with some workmanship. Uh, all the, the parts are standard. You know, I don't really care about what plastic um, faceplate an electrician puts on, whatever, whatever brand it is. Um, it's all a standard job that I want at the end, and I'm only going to pay at the end. Uh, so if it's not up to spec, then I get the money. So that's not an issue. I'm just asking for a product at the end. So how do you actually go and decommodify um, your product? You base, you know, I'm basically choosing an identical product based on price. One's double. I'm not going to go with them because there is no advantage for me to pay double the price. I'm getting the same product. Uh, and some could argue, you know, it's all about workmanship. And I say, no, it's not because, you know, you're an electrician, you need to go by Australian electrical standards. You can't cut corners, it's illegal. I'm not gonna pay you until you do it. If you're a tiler and you don't uh, do the grout correctly or you don't actually tile um, the tile straight, I'm not gonna pay you to the end. So I'm still only gonna pay for a satisfied job. Workmanship is just a standard thing that is required within the job. So that's not the reason um, a reason for it so if you're you know a tr in a trade but this is this lesson goes for everyone right you are in a commodity uh, market whatever you are selling is likely most likely 99% of the times a commodity and what I mean by that is unless you've got some secret source or some unique differentiator and most businesses that I come across do not you are definitely competing in a commodity market so you need to decommodify yourself because otherwise your prospects are going to be choosing you purely on price uh, and price is a race to the bottom unless you are the cheapest um, there is no actual reason why you should be the second cheapest or the third cheapest or anything like that you're either the cheapest or you're the most expensive or you have some secret source that they're going to choose on or some other factor now a lot of people uh, can just go straight and decommodify themselves to a higher price but for that higher price you need to add some extra value which is what I'm going to get to very shortly uh, the other way um, the other way uh, that you can decommodify your pro um, product is go to the very lowest price and not many people want to do that maybe they do you just want to get your apprentice to go do something or you're going to handball it off but your quality probably will go down cheap always equates to quality actually not always but in most cases and for the purposes of what i'm talking about it does uh, so then the other way to do it is add some value to what you're doing and that's the easiest way you can decommodify your product is uh, offer the commodity product that you've got, but then add something else to it, adding value. So you can actually charge more, but it's not just the product yourself. What you're actually doing is bundling other things within that or adding bonuses um, uh, within that. I'm gonna get to this in a minute, but the, the other one that I was talking about was your secret source. If you've got some uh, intellectual property or um, something of, of that nature that no one else can copy, then you can obviously ask for more, but very few businesses actually have something that is truly unique. Um, and if you do, fantastic, you've decommodified uh, your product or service, but I wanna concentrate on the, um, how you can add value for the same price. Um, so you add bonuses or you bundle a whole bunch of things together. So practically, um, 
you know, for these trades, you know, tiler, let's just go with the tile. I don't actually know a ton about um, tiling, but you know, uh, when they come and quote the job, where they should be saying that we're going to go and do the tiling, uh, not only we're going to do the tiling, we're going to do the siliconing, siliconing of um, a splashback, and not only are we going to do that, we're going to do the grouting, and then uh, we're going to clean up, um, before all that, we're going to clean up the walls um, and do all the prep. And then once we do, we've done that, we're going to come back the next day and just double check everything's um, uh, straight. And then in three months time, we're going to come back and double check that everything is good. And if everything is not good, we've got a guarantee that we'll come and replace it. And then in six months time, we'll do the same thing within uh, the same price. Fantastic. No one else is offering that. You've just differentiated yourself. You bundled a whole bunch of other stuff that you're probably going to do anyway. And the perception is, wow, you are... Uh, offering something that no one else is, therefore you are not a commodity and I will go with you. Um, you know, I've just made that up. I'm not a tiler. I don't really know what all of the other stuff they could offer, but there is a bunch of other things that they could offer. And, you know, for whatever industry you're in, you could do all of this other similar stuff that doesn't cost you a lot. It's still low margin, but it adds the perceived value. So if I'm just saying, say, um, paying the same price, let's say 500 bucks for a tiler for a splashback, um, they're all offering the same price, 500 bucks, um, as their quote. When you add all these other things in, the tiling actually goes down in price. Even though they're getting the same amount of money, the tiling is actually cheaper. So they're actually going and making the product cheaper without dropping their price. Do you see how that works? Um, so it's a really smart move to go and bundle and add um, bonuses in to decommodify what they're doing. So if you are in business, and you're offering something to someone and people aren't buying it's because probably you are offering the same thing as everyone else and they're just shopping around on price don't do that unless you are the cheapest um what i want you to do is go out and bundle things how can you add so much value that you can charge the same price and people are going to pick that over um everything else or do the same thing bundle all of these things and then up the price so you are the most expensive but it's justified it's not doubling the price for the same thing like all these trades have done you're doubling the price but you are tripling quadrupling 10xing the value that you've got so you're justifying the price but they're getting all of these other things your um, prospects so there's a couple of ways you can actually skew it so I want you to think about how you can decommodify what you're doing by adding a whole bunch of value and not necessarily changing the price. But if you are changing the price, um, justifying it with the extra value. So you are different than everyone else. Not different because you got some secret sauce, but different in what you are actually offering. And you will sell um, people far more often and you will sell um, a lot more by just doing this. So I want you to try it out. Let me know how you go. Uh, and until we talk next time, hope you have a fantastic day and goodbye. Thanks for listening. And if you like what was on here and want more, please go to orenprunken.com.